Okay, good evening. We're on 8a, Ches Amod Aleph, um, second line. Um, we're first going to quote from a Brisa that um, we were we mentioned the last time we learned. Amar Mar, Mar Amar Mar means master said, but it means it always refers back to um, to something that we've already mentioned. So what had we mentioned? A Brisa that says Beis Hillel Omrim in Hamaisar. Um, Beis Hillel had said, the Academy of Hillel said, that the Chagiga offering brought on the first day of the festival, that can come from Meiser. That can come from your tithes, specifically your Meiser Shani, the tithe that of your produce that you would are supposed to eat in Jerusalem, but you're allowed to um, take the value, put it onto money, take that money to Jerusalem, and then buy and eat the that amount of produce of food in Jerusalem itself. So you're allowed to to um, use meiser. You're allowed to use that specific tithe to um, pay for your shalmei chagiga to pay for your chagiga offering. And now the Gemara is going to ask Amai, why is this true? Davar shavachovahu. We know that the chagiga offering brought on the first day of the festival. We know that that's an obligatory offering. And we have a rule that anything that is obligatory can only come, any sacrifice that is obligatory, any sacrificial offering that's obligatory, can only come from unconsecrated property, from property, from something that is not consecrated. And of course, tithes are all considered consecrated. So why would you be allowed to use your Meiser Shani, your second tithe, for your Chagiga offering, which is obligatory? Omar Ula, so Ula answers Bitofel. When the Academy of Hillel said that you're allowed to use the tithe for this, they specifically meant um, that you can use the tithe to supplement, to supplement um, the the to supplement the money that you would use to buy your chagiga to buy that sacrifice. Now, what does this mean exactly? So it's actually a dispute. Chizkia Omar, Chizkia says Toflin Behema that you can buy with um with your consecrated money with your miser you can buy a second or third or fourth animal in addition to the first chagiga the first animal that you brought for your chagiga which needs to come from unconsecrated money from unconsecrated property so according to chizkia what what the academy of hillel was saying was as follows you have an obligation to bring a chagiga to bring a Chagiga offering on the first day of the festival. Now, if you have a large table, a large group of people that are eating together with you the first day of the festival, then you actually need to bring more than one Chagiga. You need to bring as much as you will end up having. You will need to bring as many Chagigas um, that will be sufficient to feed the people that are at your table. So according to Chizkia, what Beis Hillel is saying is that the first Chagiga that you buy... That needs to come from unconsecrated property that cannot come from Meiser, that cannot come from tithes. However, the, the second tithe, the Meiser Shani. However, if you're going to be supplementing because you have a large crowd and you are going to be bringing another Chagiga, a second Chagiga, you can use your Meiser Shani, you can use your second tithe money for that second Chagiga. The Ein Toflin, back in the Gemara, the Ein Toflin Maos Maos. But you're not allowed to supplement money with money. So meaning... If you are, if you instead, what you want to do is you want to just get one massive um, sacrifice, one massive animal, 
um, to do the trick. And you have, you know, you can, you have money to pay for half of the animal, let's say, with unconsecrated money, then you are not allowed to supplement um, a, um, that money with consecrated money, with your tithe money, to buy that one big animal. You're only allowed to supplement a second animal with your tithe money, with your second tithe, with your Meister Shani. Rabbi Yochanan Amr, and Rabbi Yochanan understands Beis Beis Hillel, the Academy of Hillel, exactly the opposite. Toflin Ma'oslamos, you could supplement money with money, like the or like the case I just mentioned. If you want to just buy one huge animal, you can use unconsecrated money um, for part of it, and then you can use the Meiser Shani, the consecrated money, for part of it. The ain't Toflin Behema La Behema, and in fact, you are not allowed to supplement an animal with an animal. Meaning, if you decide to go with uh, getting a couple of animals, you are not allowed to use, um, even if you use unconsecrated money for your first animal, you're still not allowed to use your miser shani, your second tithe, your consecrated money for a second animal. So that is a dispute as to what base Hillel meant, what the Academy of Hillel meant when they said that you are allowed to use miser shani, second tithe money, for the Chagiga offering. And now we're going to say that there's actually proof, there's um, there's um, there's uh, support for each of these opinions. Tanik Vaseda Cheskia, there's a Brysa that supports Cheskia. Tanik Vaseda Rabbi Yochanan, and there's a Brysa that supports Rabbi Yochanan. So now we're going to talk about that. Tanik Vaseda Rabbi Yochanan, there's a Brysa like Rabbi Yochanan. Now just to remind us, Rabbi Yochanan was the one that understood that you can supplement um, money with money, but you cannot supplement um, an animal with another animal using Meister Shani, using your um, tithe money. Um, so we have a Brysa like Rabbi Yochanan. And we quote one word from a verse. The word is Misas, which means a tribute. And it's a reference to a verse in Deuteronomy, in Devarim, that says, You shall make the holiday of Shavuos for the Lord your God, Misas nidvas yadacha asher titain, with the gift of your voluntary offering that you shall give. Okay, and we focus in on the word misas, and what we understand right now is the word misas specifically means a gift that comes from unconsecrated property. Melame, this teaches us From this is where we learn that a person must bring. An obligatory offering from unconsecrated property. And from where do we know that if you want to mix, you're allowed to mix, that if you want to miss unconse- mix unconsecrated and consecrated, you're allowed to mix. For that we have the end of the verse that says, As Hashem your God will bless you. A reference to using... Um, anything that your Lord, your God has blessed you with, including consecrated property. So we see here that to for your Chagiga offering, you're allowed to use a mixture of of um, of consecrated property, of unconsecrated property, or unconsecrated money and consecrated money. And from the fact that the word that the Brisa uses is le'arev to mix, money can actually be mixed together. Animals cannot be mixed. You're not mixing an animal if you have one animal that's from, that's from, 
um, consecrated property and one that's from unconsecrated property. It must be that the Brysa, from the fact, mere fact that they use the word mixing, is coming to teach us um, specifically about supplementing money with money, because money can be mixed. And what we'd be saying, and, and what clearly is being said in this Brysa is that what you are allowed to do is spend some money on your Chagiga offering that is from unconsecrated property, but also you can mix that or supplement it together with consecrated money, with um, tithe money, um, specifically the Maestro Shani, the second tithe money. Um, so that would seem to be a very good proof for Rabbi Yochanan, who allows supplementing money with money, but does not allow supplementing one animal with another. Tanya Kivasei de but we also have a Brysa like Chizkia who said the exact opposite. Um, now, how does this go? Misas. So he quotes the exact same word. I'm sorry, the Brysa has the exact same word. And Misas, we're going to see, I mean, something unconsecrated. So from here we learn that you have to bring your obligatory offerings from something from unconsecrated money. And now we're going to talk about a machlokas, a dispute. And by the end of the dispute, we're going to see how this brysa, how this um, brysa seems to tell us like chizkia as opposed to Rebbe Yochanan, that you can supplement um, a an animal with an animal, but you cannot supplement money with money. Okay, so let's see how this goes. Beishamai Omer, Beishamai says, Yom Rishon Min Hachulin. The offering brought on the first day of the festival, which is a Chagiga, that has to come from Chulin, that has to come from unconsecrated property. But offerings that are brought after the first day of the festival, which are no longer chagigas because the chagiga is only for the first day of the festival, but rather these are a ref, which is which is a chagiga is the obligatory offering, whereas the offerings brought the rest of the festival, which are those um, sacrifices that are called the simcha sacrifices, the joy sacrifices, the one that the ones that we will eat from to fulfill the obligation to rejoice on our festivals, that can come from consecrated property, that can come from your second tithe. Ubeis Hillel Omrim and Beis Hillel says, Achila Rishona Min Hachulin, the first consumption on the fest, the first day of the festival, that has to come from unconsecrated property. In other words, the first animal, seemingly, that you bring as a Chagiga on the first day of the festival, that has to come from, that has to come from unconsecrated property. But from then on, after your first Chagiga, even if you're bringing a second Chagiga on the first day of the holiday, that can come from consecrated property. And then just to finish off, um, and the remaining days of Pesach, or the other festival, which has many days, such as Sukkot, you can fulfill your obligation of of um of rejoicing, um of eating sacrificial offerings, uh, and that is how you rejoice. You can even fulfill it through using meiser behema, which is the tithe of your animals, which we'll talk about very soon. But for right now, if you take a look, if we focus in on the words of Beis Hillel, it seems very clear that the way Beis Hillel understands it is that the first consumption. Or in other words, the first animal brought on the first day, the first chagiga brought on the first day, that has to come from unconsecrated property. But after that, even if you're bringing additional chagigas on that first day, those can come from the second tithe. And that is very clearly like um, like Chizkiah, 
who says that you can supplement an animal using tithe money with the first animal, you know, um, in addition to the first animal, which came from unconsecrated property, but you cannot mix together the monies to buy the first, to buy one Chagiga offering. Um, so that's what it would seem very clearly. Now that we brought up this price, so we're just going to focus in on a moment, uh, for a moment on it. Beis Hillel had said something very interesting. He said that Meiser Behema, which is the tithe of your animals, um, so basically you're going to be bringing um, one-tenth of your animals born that year. Uh, you're going to be bringing them to the, to the Jerusalem. And we say that you can fulfill your obligation of rejoicing by eating um, offerings from, from your Meiser Behema, from your animal tithes. Um, but what, but what Basila was very clear about is that you're not allowed to do that um, on your first day of the festival, on the festival itself, but rather on the intermediate days, on the days, the 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 rest of the days of Pesach, for instance. So the question is, is of my time alone? Why can't you use Meiser Behema? Why can't you use an animal tithe, a tithe? Um, on Yomtiv, on the first day of the festival itself, to help you fulfill the mitzvah of rejoicing. So Amar Rav Ashi, to that Rav Ashi answers, Dilma Asi Asurabi We don't allow you to use your animal tithes, to use animals that are your tithes, on the, the first day of the festival itself, because you may come to separate your animal tithe on the festival itself then. And you're not allowed to separate a tithe on Yomtiv on the first day of the festival. Why? Because you have to use red dye when you are separating your animal ties. You're not allowed to dye something. You're not allowed to draw something. You're not allowed to do that, ty- you do that type of labor on the festival. So therefore, we don't allow you to even use Meiser Behema to use the animal tithe on the festival itself. Rather, you have to wait till the second day, or at least in Israel during that time period, which was already an intermediate day of the festival. And at that point... The same uh, laws of what you are and not and are not allowed to do are different than the day of the of the actual festival. Okay. Um, now we're going to um, talk about this idea we had said earlier that the word misas, which we translated as a gift, um, the word misas um, is means that it's um, unconsecrated. Right, and from there we learn that any f- sacrifice that's obligatory, you have to use unconsecrated money. So now we're going to talk about why does the word misas, that word gift, how do we know that word mean, uh, means specifically from unconsecrated property? So my mashma dehai misas lishna dechulenhi. From where do we see? From where can we infer that this word misas is a language? Uh, this word gift is specifically a language of unconsecrated property. So we answered because the verse says, this is in Megillas Esther, the scroll that we read on Purim, uh, the holiday of Purim. The king Achashverosh, he levied a tax, a mass, that same word, a tax on, um, on the land. And obviously that tax would be coming from unconsecrated property. So that tells us then that it's unconsecrated, that that um, when we see this word used in the Torah, it also must mean that it's coming from unconsecrated property. Okay, now we're going to um, analyze a um, something that we said in the Mishnah back on 7b, which was as follows. 
Yisrael Yotzin Yedechovasan Binadarnim Ulpinadavos. So as I said, there's a mitzvah to rejoice on the festival, and specifically during the times that the temple stood, the way we rejoice is by eating the meat of sacrifices. So the Mishnah had told us that you can use, you can fulfill your obligation to rejoice um, by using um, voluntary offerings or, or vow offerings that you had made um, by sacrificing those on the festival and eating of that meat, and you fulfill your mitzvah, your obligation of rejoicing. So now we're going to talk about this. Tan Rabbanon, the rabbis taught, V'samachta b'chagecha, the verse says, you shall rejoice on your festival. Um, now this would seemingly tell us, this would seemingly include all different types of rejoicing um, will allow you to fulfill the mitzvah to rejoice on the festival. And from here the sages said, that those that are Yisraelim, right, the Jewish people are made up of Kohen, Levi, Yisrael, three different, um, three different groupings. The Kohen, the priest, the Levi, the the Levites, and the Israel, the the just your the you know the 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 average Jew. Um, so we say Israel's the Israelites they can fulfill their obligation of rejoicing with vow offerings and with voluntary offerings of and with animal tithes. The Hakohenim and the priests they can even fulfill their mitzvah of rejoicing when they eat the meat of animals that others bring as sin offerings and guilt offerings, and the meat of the offerings that people bring as their bechor, as their firstborn offerings, um, the firstborn of your um, of your livestock, and the shlom, with, when it comes to the shlomim, the peace offerings, the kohen gets, the priest gets the breast and the thigh, so you can also fulfill your mitzvah of rejoicing by as a kohen, as a priest, by eating the breast and the thigh of the shlomim offering. Now, yachol af ba'ofos uvimenachos. Now, you may have thought that you can also fulfill your obligation of rejoicing on the festival by eating bird offerings and by eating flower offerings, minchas, mincha offerings, which are flower offerings. To that we have the verse that says, you shall rejoice on your festivals. On your festival is the same root as the word chagiga, a specific type of sacrifice. And that teaches us that we're now turning to Ches um, Amabez 8b, um, which teaches us that um, that you could fulfill your mitzvah, your obligation to rejoice by eating of the sacri- by eating the type of meat that a chagiga can come from, um, which is specifically an animal offering, not a bird or a mincha offering or flower offering, Yatsu Elu Chagiga which excludes the types of meat that a chagiga is not allowed to come from, which would be again bird and the flower offerings. We will uh, stop here for this um, for, 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 for now.